Welcome back to another episode of the Thoughts on a Thursday podcast. I am Casey Coleman. Thoughts on a Thursday is a sub-series of the Suits in the Stadium podcast where we sit down with current graduate-level sport management students to just talk about their journey, talk about the things that they've learned, talk about the things that they've experienced, advice, insight that they may be able to pass on to those who may be considering grad programs, maybe just getting accepted or just starting a grad program in really hopes of helping them uh, overcome and maybe not have to experience some of the things that we have. Really excited for this six-pack of episodes, bringing in some new guests and some new students. The one carryover from last time will be Jen Hernandez, currently at Long Beach State, and then also have Alyssa Bravo, who is currently at University of San Francisco, and then Gregory Hall and Didier Chalfoun, who are also currently at Long Beach State. So super excited for this six-pack of episodes. I hope you're looking forward to it. Without further ado, let's get into the episode. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Thoughts on a Thursday. It is episode number 10. I am so excited to be here. I am your host, Jen Hernandez. And for those of you watching, you can see my friends are here with me or listening. They will all be introducing themselves right now. Um, I will go ahead and start with Alyssa. Hi, guys. Welcome back. (laughs) (laughs) Super excited for this topic. Um, I finally have this, the other side of the interview perspective. So I was actually the one being interviewed today. Super exciting. How exciting. And then, hey. yeah, we have Didi and Greg. Go ahead, Didi. I think I was going to say what's going on, y'all. Pleasure to be here on another episode. How's it going, guys? Greg here. I'm excited for uh, the topic we have today for you guys. Yep. So they kind of gave it away. We're going to be talking about informational interviews today. The dreaded or maybe not dreaded, but you need to get them done because they're super helpful. Um, throughout our program, I know it was a big thing that they always, you know, wanted us to get done. Obviously, sometimes, well, not obviously, but sometimes also a part of our assignments to get those informational interviews done. Or essentially, you're just interviewing people within the industry, you know, if they're in a role that maybe you may be interested in or um, just want to know more about. And obviously, just leveraging, you know, the fact that you are in a sports management program to reach out to these people, just because I feel like when you do that, they're obviously like more welcome to having that conversation with you. So on that, let's get into it for today. So, okay, when it comes to informational interviews, how do you guys feel like you can make a good impression? I'll start us off. Uh I want to say making a good first impression is you got to be genuinely interested in the person that you're interviewing. Like if you're an interviewer, you can't come in dry. You got to come in with good questions and you can't be wasting the other person's time. Like mm-hmm. they're giving you some time a day, 15, 20 minutes or how many, how much time they're giving you. You got to make the most out of it. You know, they're business professionals. So I want to say just come in with a game plan and I feel like as long as the other person feels like you genuinely care about what you have to say, they'll, uh, you'll make a great impression on them. Yeah. I love that. I'll, I'll kind of just like throw in my little <clears throat> perspective. Um, come in dressed appropriately. 
Like, that's going to be a very odd thing to say because you're not dressing for an interview, but you're introducing yourself. And much like Didier said, like, you're you're introducing, especially if it's a Zoom um, interview, Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're presenting your business side, your professional side and and the professionalism that you have. Because if you're coming in with a regular T-shirt, you know, sometimes industry professionals are at work. So. They may be rocking a polo or they may just be rocking a regular t-shirt because it's casual Friday. But, you know, as the person asking for the interview, you want to make sure that you're dressed appropriately because sometimes that can be a determining factor in whether or not they want to continue this conversation and this networking cycle with you. Yeah. Um, it's just something to kind of practice on a daily, whether you're being interviewed or actually interviewing somebody. I feel like professionalism is not only shown in the work that you do but the way that you present yourself yeah and I mean to that point Alyssa I feel like it also starts with like your reach out to them you know so like if it's via LinkedIn if it's like directly to their email because you were able to like get it from somewhere else but like obviously I take that first piece as an initial impression so like you know making sure you're coming off professional in your in your email and literally asking them for, you know, 15 minutes. Like I don't ever ask for more than 15 minutes when it comes to an informational interview. I think that was a tip that like our professors gave us early on, just because like, as you mentioned, Alyssa, a lot of times, like these people are going to be either taking your call, like on their break or while they're at work, you know, like they're working. So it's like, you kind of have to be respectful of that. So I think coming in with that, letting them know like, Hey, you know, or not, Hey, but like, I'm so-and-so, like, I'm in this program, you know, I would love it, like, to talk to you. I've been super interested to learn more about your role. Like, can you have 15 minutes, like, you know, do you have 15 minutes of availability? And, like, I even provide, like, or say, like, I'm willing to work around your schedule and then, like, go that way. And then one thing I was going to say, too, is, like, I even sent a calendar invite. Because it's like, I just think those little things are like, you know, like you're, they're seeing that you're, if, if they don't do it first, because I have had a couple where they actually send out the calendar invite before I do, um, we've locked in that time. But I think that like coming from, you know, being an executive assistant, a calendar is everything. But I think just like they can see that you're respecting them. Um, and then obviously like you're, you're on their calendar, like they're not going to forget, like when, once you get into those roles, like your calendar is everything. So I think they can just like take that and it makes a good impression on them when it comes to like asking for an informational interview. Agreed. Got you. Uh, I would kind of agree with what all three of you guys said. I feel like being appearance wise, you have to be formal as well as the initial reach out should be formal um, on the email. So I feel like being genuine and really showing that interest is what they want to see. Kind of like maybe you've worked with them in the past or maybe it's your first time getting to know them. But keeping that same energy on both sides, I feel like is key. Um, As far as like your questions go, make sure that they are kind of questions you would even ask yourself if you were in the role. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Like what would you what would you want to know? Um, and I would have, there's not like a limit on how many questions you should have, but like Jen said, maybe if you have 15 minutes, maybe 10 questions a little is a little much. So definitely knowing your time frame, um, and what their schedule looks like and how you can structure those questions based on the time that you have. Um, what else? Uh, and just kind of getting to know the person as well. Um, if you have time, 
in between that. But I feel like they're very beneficial and, you know, you can kind of learn about, you know, the position that you may have in the future or maybe somebody that you look up to or kind of want to get to know uh, more things from. So yeah, that's what I would say on the informational interview. I think with informational interviews, it's like, you know, although you, you can still keep your professionalism and like you're making an, a, that impression, it it is a little bit more lax, you know, like you can be depending on like who you're speaking to and you can kind of gauge that. Obviously, it's not an interview. Um, and, you know, we're going to talk about like going into informational interviews, like asking for a job. But um so yeah, I think you can you can come to Don't it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can come to it a little bit more relaxed. Um and then or or just like kind of gauge too cuz like I have had a couple where you know I'm calling them and it's like they're, they're on their drive home or like you know so it's like you you kind of just can sense like okay, this is a little bit more chill but like still come with your questions and like come with a game plan but you know just just gauge it and see like how things are going um so yeah i kind of brought it up but like what is the importance of an informational interview and maybe talk about a little like don't do's and like to do's when it comes to them go ahead dd because i know you're like super ready to answer this question (laughs) don't do's and to do's i like that (laughs) uh so sports man Uh, i believe sports is a relationship industry right so you build relationships you build connections and then that's how eventually you get jobs you know you got to know the right people and then people have to refer you and then will be willing to vouch for you if you genuinely get to know the person on the other side of that the zoom interview or telephone or whatever and get to know them on a personal level they'll have a better job vouching for you where if you tell them you just want to get an informational interview and then at the end of that interview, you're telling them, hey, I also see that your company is hiring. Can you put in a recommendation for me? That's going to, uh, I guess, quote unquote, turn them off. Like, because I thought, oh, this was supposed to be an interview about me just to get to know me. All of a sudden, you're going to use me so to better yourself in a better position. I mean, we all know that we're asking for an informational interview for eventually to get some help out of you, but you never want to put that out right away. You know, you want to play your cards right. So build the relationship, get to know the person. And then, you know, when the timing is right, ask for that recommendation. But it should not be on that initial, uh, I guess, discovery phone call, per se. Yeah, that's a good point, Didi. And I think... Um, I know informational interviews can be super quick, can be, you know, within a matter of 15 minutes, sometimes industry professionals are, you know, willing to give a little bit more. I know I've had some interviews that are as short as 15 minutes, but can go as long as like 45 minutes to an hour, just depending. Um, but I think somewhere, whether it's in the initial outreach, the actual interview, or even post interview, which is also very, very important. Mm-hmm. Um, Throw in a little fun question. I like to call them fun questions because they're not so serious, right? Like, what do you like to do on the weekends, right? Like, hey, I noticed that you volunteer for, you know, you you coach for a softball team, a youth softball team. Like, do you did you play softball, right? Or do you play baseball, basketball, insert sport, wherever you want, right? Um, or, hey, I noticed that maybe you have an interest in Starbucks. What's your favorite Starbucks drink? Maybe we can go catch up in two weeks at a Starbucks, whatever. But just make sure that you have some of a, like, I guess you could call it a personality question or a fun question. Mm -hmm. I know that um, 
I was running, I like supported one of my cohort mates in running an interview and I was like, Hey, throw in, like get, ask him what his starting five is. Like, I know Casey's done it, you know, in other, in other podcasts, but it's like, that's a really good question. To I ask. love that. Like, yeah. For whatever sport, what's your starting five, what's your starting six, right? For baseball, I guess it would be what's your starting mm-hmm. nine. Um, but I mean, like that just gives huh. you the opportunity to communicate and just kind of build that personal relationship with the interviewer. Again, you may only have 15 minutes, so you want to bring your best questions. But like as a follow up, which is very, very crucial you know, throw that question in there, because that's going to be like, hey, you know what, what is what is my starting nine, right? What is my starting five? Like, if I had the opportunity to build an all star team, who would be on it? And why, you know, so that would that would just be my little perspective on that. Got you. Um, So I guess for the things not to do, I would just say not to be nervous, because at the end of the day, you're having a conversation with someone and you're trying to get knowledge from them. Um, a lot of times they do have a lot of nuggets. You just kind of, kind of get it out of them. Um, but they'll have that information for you. If you just ask the right question. So kind of going off what Alyssa said, kind of just, uh, having a mixture of questions, some challenging, some to break the ice, some to be personal. I think that's key having that balance. Cause then it kind of helps the overall interview go smoother. I think, um, instead of it just being all challenging or all personal, um, and I guess one of the things that kind of stuck with me for my uh, informational interview that one of the guy, one of my uh, cohorts had told me back in the day, he was just like, hurry up and suck because you're going to huh. go through some challenges and you're going to go through things where it might not be what you expected. You might not, you know, reach those goals that you might, you know, have had, but at the end of the day, like that's going to make you a better person. So you might as well get it out the way now because, you know, those goals that we have of being directors or, you know, anything of higher positions, like we're going to have to make our mistakes early so we don't make them later. Absolutely. Yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. I love yeah. that. Um, I think one mm-hmm. thing I brought up in a previous thoughts on a Thursday episode, um, but I kind of want to highlight here cause it's specifically related to informational interviews. Um, one, I was very nervous going into like my first ever informational interview, Greg. So it's like, that's very hard because it does kind of especially because he was with the ufc so it was kind of like that's you know if no one knows like first one's always tough and that's like my dream organization to work for so i was just like i have to know everything (laughs) but anyways um (laughs) so kind of like how Alyssa was alluding to as far as like with the follow-up like do the follow-up because and I remember specifically our professors like bringing this up in class it's like you never know like when that person you're interviewing may move up the position will open you know so like obviously that all goes with like making first impressions but like as a testament the person I interviewed with in the informational interview like ended up moving up to a director role and like originally he was a coordinator and it was very early on in the program Mm. And I never followed up with him after my informational interview, besides like following him on LinkedIn. Um, But something I definitely regret. So I hope people take that away. If nothing else from this episode, like follow up with the people you're interviewing and like, you know, you're talking to or just like Alyssa said, like keep that connection because it's like you just you never know like when it can be important and i know people say it but like just do it even if it's like a little email like you know that you just send and even if they don't respond but just so that they have your name like still like in their head in their head i think like 
is really important because you never know when maybe like they move on and like just can look out for you. So yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um so you're the reason we're not in the UFC right no. now, Jenna. <laughs> you didn't keep that connection. Um, so yeah, well, this is going to be a shorter episode, but I think we all brought like great tips and tricks when it comes to informational interviews. Is there anything last you guys want to say as far as getting in touch with people or anything like that when it comes to informational interviews? I want to say if you, uh, if you yourself, get a random message on LinkedIn, reply back. Because I feel like we've all have been in that situation where we've sent out messages, have never gotten a response and, you know, it kind of hurts. So if you are ever in a position to help and lend a hand to another person, I would say do it. It's always a good time and rewarding. And even if you don't have the time right now, like let's say somebody is in the middle of a season, you know, that, that this can go two ways, right? One, you have to make sure that you know, if they're in season, they're going to be busy. Um, so just make sure that if you are reaching out in the middle of the season, you follow up with them at the end. Um, but if for whatever reason, they do connect with you, or you do send them an email, and they respond, you know, just if you're not available now, you know, ask them for av- their availability. Sorry, if they are not available now, ask them for their availability at the end of the season. But it's also up to you to follow up with that as well. And to know like, Hey, I made an outreach. She said she's not available right now, but she'll be available in January, February. So I got to put it on my calendar, you know, to reach out. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different tips and tricks that, you know, we can, as grad students, we've done, we've learned, you know, we've shared. Um, but I mean, if, if it's never, it's never going to hurt to try and you don't learn mm-hmm. until you fail. You know, I think that's the biggest lesson that I've taken off of informational interviews like I think we've all been nervous and afraid to do our first one but as soon as you get through that first two to three interviews you kind of know which questions are the ones to ask which questions you know you hold off for a later time and then obviously the follow-up that's very important at the end so I mean I think we're all open to having conversations about Mm -hmm. informational interviews on the side but I mean if anybody ever has any questions like I would be more than happy to answer Definitely. For those listening or watching, any of us here on the panel would love to have you guys, you know, like reach out to us for any other, like for informational interviews when it comes to either any of our roles we've had or just like about the program. So definitely don't hesitate to find us on LinkedIn through the um, Suits in the Stadium page or anything like that. So, well, thank you guys for coming again tonight for episode 10. I feel like it's a big one. I don't know why, but 10 just feels like special. So thank you guys. For, <laughs> exactly. Thank you guys for being here. I'm hoping everyone is having a great holiday season and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Thoughts on the Thursday podcast. The Thoughts on a Thursday podcast is available across all listening platforms, including Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more. Also new this season, you can see a video version of each episode on our YouTube channel. So make sure to follow us on all social media platforms, including LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter, and share with others who you think may be interested in our podcast. 
We release new episodes of the Thoughts on a Thursday podcast every Thursday, so be sure to subscribe so you never miss a single episode. Thanks again, and we'll see you in the next one.